Welcome to Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from God's Word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of God. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba Charles. God bless you. Thank you for joining me again on today's program as uh, we continue on our topic of uh, prayer. Prayer that gets God involved in our lives. Prayer that gets God involved in our prayers. And prayers that uh, makes us bond with God. And when we are bonded with God and we are in uh, such a deep uh, uh, relationship with God, God begins to answer our prayers because uh, prayer is uh, relational. When we have a relationship with God, when we go to God in prayer based on our relationship with Him, things happen. Now, I want to also say this sometimes, uh, uh, God is a merciful God, He's a gracious God. He continues to answer our prayers when, even when our focus are not centered on Him. Is a gracious God. But listen, you can have your prayers answered. You can have your prayers truly answered. And even if they are not answered, but you have a bond with God where you know for sure you have a deeper relationship. And when you go to God as your father, requesting all that you desire, God will give it to you because you are in a deeper relationship with God. So we're talking about a prayer here. And God desires our house to be a house of prayer. Our house to be a house of prayer. Now, that does not mean that uh, you're just praying Rabba, Shaka, Rabba, or whatever your prayer format is. It, to, it truly just means to have a deeper relationship with God in your house. As you close off the doors, as you close, you go into your prayer closet, uh, you go in there to commune with God, to bond with God, to reflect, to develop your relationship with God, to know Him better, and to try Trust me, when you come out of uh, such a place or an anointed place like that, God begins to answer your prayers. Most of our prayers are not answered because they are centered on uh, things that we just desire and without desiring the one who gives us those things. We're still like uh, in a pagan relationship. Pagans or which those people who go to witch doctors, for example, they don't go to form a stronger relationship with those spirits they are consulting. All they desire from those spirits is to give them what they need, uh, whatever ways or means they got no relationship with it. So the same format you see it, we go to God just requesting for something that we need and God desire is for us to have a relationship. And it's actually even better when you have a relationship because you can petition God from a position of uh, a deeper relationship with him you because you are bonded with God there is a bond between you and God your father there is a relationship between you and God your father and that is what God truly desires from us so prayer is uh, bonding with God and that is one thing that we need uh, to understand and when we talk over uh, the house or uh, uh, the house of um, uh, his prayer, 
When we talk about uh, our house being a house of prayer, we're talking about God getting involved in our lives, getting involved in our family. That we see it in Isaiah 56 verse 7. It says, uh, even those I will bring to my holy mountain, this is God, and make them joyful in my house of prayer. In my house of prayer. So the, the, the God desire is to engage in our prayer. To engage in our prayer. With whom? With you. And how? The answer lies in understanding that in Hebrew prayer is not only a request making session. It is a communal bonding between man and God. That is what prayer is all about. And it's amazing that uh, when we go into prayer in our churches, for example, we are totally just going to request request petition request how about going into a moment of prayer where we seek his praises where we reflect on our where where we are with our relationship with god where we reflect our deeper uh, you know um a relationship with god so here prayer the, the the reason we go into prayer and come out unchanged is because we go into prayer to ask for more things other than to bond with god listen if you go into prayer just to ask something, you can have it, but listen to this. You may not enjoy it because you don't have the presence of God to protect you, enjoy your, what you, you've just acquired. So the first step is to acquire the presence of God in your life, to bond with God, to walk with God, to know God better as you go into prayer. So you're not just petitioning. Yes, there is a point where you petition God, God, I desire this, but there is more powerful when you just go into prayer to have a relationship with God. I just want to tune off everything and hear God. I gave an example in our last episode, in our last segment when we are live here. I said, uh, you don't take your wife or your spouse uh, um, uh, uh, out on a date and by inviting all your friends to go with you. You go with your wife and just with your wife alone. You even leave your kids. Why you want to commune with her? You want to, 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 you know, to, to, to work on your love. You want to do things uh, to show her uh, you love her, uh, you care, you want to listen to her. Uh, and it's at this point that your wife will tell you what she desires or what you desire because there is a communion right there. That's the same way we are to go into prayer. It's like having a date, for lack of a better word, having a date with God, having a date in your your own room with God, petitioning God not for what you need, petitioning to know him better, petitioning to know his words, petitioning him to know his words. You feast on the word of God. You begin to know God better. And that is what it is all about. So prayer is bonding with God. And when you bond with God, there is no way God can let you can let you down. There is no way God can not fulfill what he desires to fulfill in your life. That's why the Bible says he already knows what we desire. He already knows what we need. So there is no way he cannot give you what you need when you are in bond with him. So uh, the reason we go into prayer and come out unchanged is because we ask for more things and uh, other than bond with God when we bond with God in prayer and him with us we become soft 
tender, gracious, and merciful towards others because such is the encounter of the one we go into prayer to seek. When you encounter God, you encounter his tender mercies, you encounter his grace, you encounter his love, you encounter the presence of God, and when you come out of it, you are changed because you were just in communion with your Father in heaven. It's the same when you have good friends, impactful friends, friends that care, friends that love you for who you are. When they go out with you, whenever you go, you come out joyful, you come out happy. Why? Because they know how to make you happy. And that is how God, is God's presence is. When we go into the presence of God, two things happen. Our, our past is left right outside and God begins to mold us into what he desires us to be. And then the second thing is that you can't go out of the presence of God without God fulfilling what he has said for your life. So two things happen. You know God more, you get your transformation, you get your transparent with God, and God does his work in you, and you come out of there. Indeed, God's presence cannot go with you, cannot, cannot just go with you without you being blessed. Wherever the presence of God is, there are miracles, there are wonders, signs and wonders, there are things that God does that man cannot even explain and such is the power of the presence of God such is the power of when you are with God so the key is to have God's presence in your life that's why Moses would say how on go where you want us to go unless you go with us your praises because where the presence of God is there is a security there is a protection there is a favor there is provision there is the presence of God to, to guide you. So that is the most important thing. So here, when we talk about uh, 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 prayer, uh, coming out of prayer, we come out uh, tender-hearted, tender, you know, our, our mind are soft because we've encountered the presence of God. Prayer is uh, for us to encounter God on a daily basis. But unfortunately, we've made the prayer to be a place where we just ask while we remain the same without uh, going out with the presence of God. Now, let me talk to you briefly about uh, uh, having a prayer altar. Many people ask, oh, can I have a prayer altar? My wife one time asked me, honey, uh, is it okay to have a prayer altar? Now, depending on what that prayer altar is all about, because remember the scripture says, uh, go in your inner house, in your inner house, meaning find a place where you can seek God, but don't do it as the pagan do, where they form a corner and put some rituals in there, as if they are praying to God, but they are praying to those rituals, they are praying to all those oil, they are praying for those oil to make, to work that is still witchcraft and uh, paganism so prayer altar why do you need to have a prayer altar or a place where you pray or an inner place where you seek the presence of God it is to go and do what not to seek things from God not to go and do whatever to go and bond with God 
That is what it is all about, to just bond with God. We are people of many flaws. We are people of many mistakes. We are people of uh, a sinful nature. But when we go into that place of prayer, we begin to be changed and transformed. That's why we need a prayer altar, to go and seek the presence of God, to let the presence of God rub off on us, take off all our animosity, take off all our jealousy and all these other stuff that comes to entangle in our lives and takes us away from the presence of God and we become better as we begin to do that so that's what a prayer altar is all about a prayer altar is not for you to go and uh, and uh, do like the witch doctors do put money and then uh, ask for breakthroughs ask for whatever it is no it is the place for you to bond in communion with God to bond with God so most of our prayer altars are designed in the manner of paganism witchcraft or spiritual shrines where we go to ask for things for good luck or for fortunes or many many things and it's it would surprise you also that even as we give our offering and I give our tithe and offering to to God in churches we think in the same way of a pagan worshiper giving to God so that he can be given what he desires you see, it's like we're trying to bribe God with our money, the same money that he has blessed you with, and you want to bribe, bribe God to do what you desire him to do by giving him that money so that you can get what, more of the things. That's not what it's all about. If you give to God, give to support the work of the Lord. Don't give to get something more. There is a misconception out there that the more you give, the more God will be giving you. Yeah, that conception is based on total paganism because it's like you're trying to just buy a, a breakthrough from God and yet you do not have a relationship with God you use your money to try and get something from God the God you don't have a relationship with so if you give a gift to support the work of God not to give so that you can gain some more because you may give and you may not gain some more why you do not have a deeper relationship with God we give because he has already given not because we want him to give it's only the witch doctors and witchcraft that go to give into their shrines so that they can be given some more our duty is to worship our father if we are in bond in a closer relationship with our father let me tell you God will do what he desires you to do you can go to those mountains you go to pray for 24 days or however long you go Listen, knowing all you are seeking is the presence of God, not for God to do what he wants you to do. How many people I know that goes to the mountain, pray day and night, pray day and night, cast out all those, uh, you know, cases and stuff like that, and they are still in bondage without moving forward in life. Why? Because their prayer life involves what they desire from God and does not involve God himself. That is a prayer of a pagan. You need the prayer that involves God and God is involved in that prayer. And that prayer is a prayer of what? Is a prayer of bonding. A prayer of you seeking the first of God. God knows what you desire. Yes, you can mention it to him. Like Jesus told his disciples, pray 
Our Father who art in heaven. It begins by our Father. Why? Because there is a relationship. My Father who is in heaven act on my behalf. Why? You have a relationship. You can't go to somebody you don't have a relationship. Ask for help. Probably they won't help you because they don't have a relationship with you. So God's desire is to have a relationship with us. To develop that deeper depth of understanding of who He is. Then all these things will be given and all these things will be added to you. People pursue riches, pursue you know all these other things and they don't pursue God. So when you go uh, to, 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 to shrines, you're not looking for a relationship. When people go into these uh, pagan shrines, they're not looking for a relationship with God. All they want is those shrines or those witchcraft spirits to give them what they want, to give them what they need. But that is not the way we are to operate with God. We are to God to God. We are to go in the presence of God, seeking His first bonding with him, getting to know him better, getting to understand God more. And when you understand God more, trust me, there is no way God can let you down. There is no way God can let you suffer. There is no way God cannot fulfill that which he has promised in his word to fulfill in your life. Our God is a God of relationship. He desires our relationship. When you go into those kinds of prayer of uh, bonding with God, you begin to reflect on your life with God. Because at the end of the day, the most important thing that matters is our relationship and walk with God. And when we are able to cultivate our relationship with Him, trust me, all these things are added to us. And when we pray, we are praying now from a position of power, from a position of authority, from a position of a voice that can be heard. Why? You are in bond. You are in God. And we, when you pray, you're praying from the position of being in God. And when you declare, it happens. Why? You are bonded with God. You are in deep with the one who created you. Now listen to this here. Listen to this here. When people pray to pagan gods, they have to offer money to, to, or, or to offer some kind of stuff to get something out of that. They offer some offerings to those pagan gods. God does not work that way. Our, our offering and tithe and all this stuff that are, are not a means by which we get some more stuff from God. And I want to clear that because it's, uh, it's the way we've taught on our giving as well that hasn't helped people. Now we have people who don't, who don't have a relationship with God, who don't know who God is, but they want God to give them a husband. They want God to do a miracle, to give them a business or to prosper them. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to go to God as if they go to a witch doctor whom they don't have a relationship with to just go and buy a miracle. So they're going to give 
with 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 a mindset of I wanna get. That's why many people are give, but they do not receive. Why? Because giving is not important. But the spirit in which you give to God is far more important when you are bringing your offering to God. If you give from a spirit of sonship, from a spirit of a relationship with God, and from a spirit of advancing the kingdom of God, there you go. God will do more miracles in your life. Why? Because you are not using your seed, the way they call it, to do what, to go and, uh, and, and just get what you want from God. We give because we have a relationship with the house of God. We have a relationship with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want the gospel to be preached. We give to the, to the church so that we can support the pastors who work so hard to bring the word of hope to us. We don't give so that you go and get. That is manipulation. You, you are being manipulated by the spirits because that's what they do. Give more, give more. Before you, you give money, then they begin to ask for blood. Give blood, give this, kill more, kill more. Why? That's how the devil does work. But with us, we are not supposed to work that way. Our relationship with God and our sonship with God is what brings us to fulfill, is what brings us into fulfillment of what God intends to give to us. Here, look at this here. God does not work the way we think it works, like going to a shrine and giving your tithe and giving your offering and then telling God to give you what, you what you need to give. You can give all you want, but trust me, if you don't have a relationship with God, you already lost your giving. It's like investing in an account that uh, can never give you your returns back. But when you invest in the right relationship with God, in knowing who God is, in walking with God, in uh, having him in your life as you, the center of your life, things begins to shift now because it's in the Father's best interest to do things for you. It is in the Father's best interest to prosper you. It is in the Father's best interest to elevate you. It's in the Father's best interest to do what? To prosper you so that the house of God and the world and the nations and your community can benefit from the goodness of God upon your life. We don't give so that we can just chew and eat and look good. We give so that we can do what? We can show and demonstrate the goodness of God that God has consumed us with. So when you when you bond with God, there is no way he can't heal your diseases. When you go in prayer as a bonding and you are in bond with God, there is no way God cannot provide for you. I know one of the lady that had uh, COVID uh, 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 recently and uh, she has uh, some other pre-existing you know, uh, conditions that were so terrible and we all know and she knows herself as well that uh, she wasn't going to make it. She wasn't going to make it. And everything was turning towards. But one thing about this young this, this lady that inspired me so much and inspired other people that knows her was that she never complained. She kept saying, 
continue praying for me. Continue praying. Continue declaring the word of God. Continue. She wasn't complaining to say, why am I sick? Why, why God? Why, 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 why? No, she knows because she has a, a deeper relationship with the Father. She has a deeper relationship with God. There is no way God is going to lay it down. There is no way God is going to turn his eyes away from her. She knows God is there and I have a relationship with God and the people continue to pray for me, meaning continue to declare the word of God on my behalf because I am on oxygen, but I know I have a relationship with God and I no one other man very influential in my life uh, he had cancer as well and the first thing he told the doctor before they could operate on him he told the doctor you are a good doctor and I know you're gonna do a good job and God is gonna heal me guess what that man it's now almost uh, more than 15 years if I can remember very well that the man has been uh, cancer free and he's doing tremendously powerful why he has a relationship with God listen people of God if all you seek is God to give you money then you've already lost because such is the desire of the devil he wants us to focus on things that can't actually rescue us when we need the rescue for the most part because let me tell you something here yes money is good money can do so many stuff but money cannot bring you healing you can go to the doctor and pay thousands of dollars but if God does not intervene there is no, no no healing for you so it's good to to do to understand that all we need is God yes we desire all these things so that we can uh, help others and uh, advance the kingdom of God but the key to prayer the key to a answered prayer is a relationship with God a communion with God prayers that are answered are prayers of people who are involved with God and God is involved in their lives and when God is involved in your life there is nothing that the devil can stop there is nothing that the enemy can stop in your life there is nothing that the devil can stop in your life why because when God is involved in your life demons tremble demons run away every curse are broken every need are met why God is involved in your life you got to understand let God be involved in your prayer let God be the center and the focus of your prayer let Yahweh be the God that you seek as you pray not the things money won't save you a good suit won't save you a good car won't save you a anything all that stuff I'm not saying they are bad but they won't save you but when you need a miracle a your car won't give you a miracle when you need a miracle your money won't give you a miracle miracles comes only by God getting involved in your situation God getting involved in your life right now and you begin to see miracles begin to happen you begin to see God begin to do things in your life that you've never seen before that is what our God is capable of 
of doing. That is what our God desires actually to do with our lives. So we need to understand. We need to understand that we need to be in God. We need to form a strong relationship with God as we pray. I want to pray today for you. If you have a need that you are desiring, let me tell you something. The more you are in bond with God, the more you cry out to know God better. I remember in my own life uh, and I reflect right now that all I needed I knew money couldn't save me I knew money could not save me. I knew a car, a good car couldn't save me. I needed salvation. Listen, when you have salvation and you have God, you can enjoy even the wealth that God has given you. Many people don't have joy to enjoy what they get. Many people don't even have joy to enjoy the things that they pray about and they get. You can only enjoy when you are in relationship with God because the gifts of God and the blessings of God are without sorrow. You will enjoy them because you have a relationship with God. So let me tell you this here. The significance of the scripture that declares that us to seek God first and all these other things Second is so important and is so powerful that it can transform your life because that prayer means when you got God, when you have God and God is in you and God has you, you can enjoy all the blessings that God gives you. And this is why it is important to understand your prayer life should be centered on developing your relationship with God. When you go into that prayer closet, when you go into into that prayer altar, the way you may call it. When you go into that mountain, you go to pray. Or you go into your prayer uh, 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 day or the day that the church prays or intercessory, whatever you call it, come out transformed, come out changed, come out with the radiancy of the presence of God. Let God get hold of your heart. Let God get hold of your spirit so that at least when you come out, God's power will reflect in your life and when you have a, a God and God's presence and you have money oh my goodness you are so so sweet to the nations why because you are like a honey that is a that that is a drawn from heaven onto the earth and people can hit from it why because it is pure and godly let your what you desire and what you seek be centered on God. I want to pray with you today. Father, in the name of Jesus, for that person that has been desiring to see you do miracles in their lives, and all they came to was to seek those miracles. Today, all as a man of God, Father, I repaint on behalf of them as they repaint as well. And we repaint together, Father, in the name of Jesus, that Father, we have sought things from you. We have been seeking things from you, but we've never you know, desired to seek your praises and to seek to walk with you and to walk in you and you in us and has in you. Father, we pray today, forgive us, cleanse us in the name of Jesus, that Father, we're going to desire to know you better as our Heavenly Father, to desire you more in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, we honor you, and we magnify you. Today we declare your goodness and your mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.
Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. Dr. Kazumba Charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of God's Word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of God. For a love gift of $20, our office will send you one of the following books written by Dr. Kazumba Charles. The Parables of the Kingdom, Revisiting the Foundations, The Weapon of Forgiveness, or Discovering the Power of God in You. Please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.